0: Hello and welcome to The Ordinary Church Podcast. This is a podcast about the church and for the church. I'm Connor and I'm here with Mike as usual and we are excited to be with you today. Uh, We're going to do a little bit of a a unique episode this morning. Last week we were at the Shepherds Conference up at Grace Community Church. It was a great week to be with, what Mike, 4,000 other men, uh, pastors and faithful men from all around the world. So that's always a really encouraging week. We had probably a dozen guys up from Grace as well, so great time to be together. And while we were up there, we were actually able to record five podcasts, five podcasts with other guys, uh, friends of Mike's really, who've been in ministry for a long time. And it was a really sweet time. So this episode is going to kind of tee up the ones to come, and we're going to let you know what's going to be coming uh, in the coming weeks on the Ordinary Church podcast, because Uh, we'll be posting these episodes that we recorded at Shepherd's Conference. But yeah, we we recorded five episodes, so we wanted to just kind of lay those out uh, on the podcast today and give you a heads up about what's coming. Uh, Mike, before we jump in, I was just going to just say to even begin, it was a cool example to me this week of just how important friendship has been to you in ministry over all these years. And you have a lot of close friends uh, who are faithfully uh, pastoring flocks all over the world. So that was encouragement to me. But why don't we get into this? Can you just, we're just going to go through these one at a time. So why don't you start from the beginning, Mike, I'll, I'll pass it to you.
1: And you can tell us a little bit more about this. Right. Thank you very much. That's a good intro, Connor. Thank you. 2 Timothy two two. Paul told Timothy, you then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, trust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. So Second Timothy 2, 1 and 2, you then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ. And then he just says, and, and what you've seen and heard from me in the presence of other witnesses, like people are watching, go and entrust these to faithful men who'll be able to teach others also. And it really feels like we had a, a week of being around a lot of faithful men, I, I think yeah, yeah. so much of being at the Shepherds Conference. And, you know, it's interesting. The week started on Monday with a master's fellowship gathering. That was a joint gathering with the Master's Academy International, hmm. best missions agency around. Hmm. And those that was sweet because I saw a lot of friends there from near and far, from stateside as well as uh, across, uh, to the ends of the earth, and just a lot of faithful men. Yep. A lot of men that God has made faithful because he is faithful. Right. Uh, we are able to faithfully serve only by his grace. And then Tuesday we had the Master's Academy International Mission Symposium, And that was for men and women, but still just faithful servants of God that were serving the Lord uh, in many places, uh, many Mm -hmm. hard places. Mm -hmm. And then Wednesday through Friday, obviously this is for pastors and elders. This is uh, the Shepherds Conference. And just again and again and again, we're running into, you know, I knew a lot of friends that were going to be there. And then guys I just ran into, hey, I haven't seen you in a long time, whether they were seminary classmates, whether they were Guys I used to serve with, whether they're in our association of churches, um, even my in-laws pastor, John Hun from First Baptist Church of Lenore City, Tennessee, who's become a, a, a good friend quickly over the last couple of years. Yeah, And he was there with his father. And that was beautiful to, yeah. to talk with him and his dad. The dad's from Dayton, Ohio. And it was just a rich time, just yeah. a rich time. And then my son, Michael, and then the pastoral staff of Grace Rancho and the guys at Grace See Me and the guys from Kindred and so many other churches that we are just we're like they're just dear dear brothers and we all know we're like-minded and uh it's just a beautiful thing to behold
0: yeah no absolutely yeah. it was great i, I enjoyed meeting uh, all these guys john hun and his dad that was sweet mm-hmm. he's kind of a larger than life kind of a guy <laughs> he's got a personality i love his personality <laughs> He does yeah. love it no it was really so good. encouraging well, well we we were able to so this is fun actually on tuesday at that at that tmai single day symposium The church that was hosting gave us a real treat. They let us go and record some podcasts in their nice recording studio, so... We'll talk more about that in a second, but it was really fun. It made us think, hey, we got to up our ante down here at Grace Oren, so we might try to get some new mics, but it was I'm really fun. you what, yes, we got to yes, get some new, we got
1: to make a, yeah. we have to make it like a recording studio. Right, I'm yeah, it you right was now. fun. It was already, fun where we were. I already know a couple rooms we could transform. I
0: think so, yeah. Yes. So yes. maybe in the next few uh, months,
1: you'll get a, a bump up in audio quality. No promises, <laughs> but maybe. You okay, know what's so, funny? Can yeah, I, yeah, go I no, got to go jump ahead. in, I got to tell you something funny. So I was talking to someone and I'm like, well, these microphones? microphones? Phones are amazing. They said, well, they are the best ever. But here's the funny thing is like, you know, like LeBron James or Kobe Bryant, you know, these guys, they could be wearing like flip flops, you know, and uh, sandals and basically still, you know, run dunk over everybody. Right. And just play at a high level. Right. So I could be wearing LeBron James shoes and still not be him. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just saying that like you could have the best equipment in the world. And, and you might have a stinky podcast, a podcast. <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah. So, and again, I, I jokingly say, well, our five viewers, you know, but I hope we have five. I don't know. I, I think I we do. I think viewers. We do. I just said viewers. I have great faith. Not it's viewers. Not even video. Not viewers. Listeners. It's listeners, yeah. Excuse That's me. standard stuff, though. That's standard listeners for a podcast. Listeners. So, um, okay. But, yeah, but about that. But I just wanted to say this. That <laughs> they said, someone said, I don't know if it was Alex Strauch or if it was... Um, if it was Cameron over mm. at uh, mm-hmm. Grace Baptist of Santa Clarita, they said something like, you know, some of the best podcasters have really poor equipment and it's like, if it's good, people will listen to yeah. it. So yep. we, we pray that we actually, we do, we pray before we do these episodes and we just pray that God would make it a, a rich and a blessing and pleasing to him in the moment as we're talking, but also as it goes out to whoever, whoever it might land to. So yeah. anyway, yeah.
0: No, absolutely. Well, well, let's do this. Why don't we get in? Let's just walk through these these five episodes one at a time. We won't take too much time on mm-hmm. each, but we just want to give a little bit of a, a tee up so that when we listen in the next few weeks, because there won't be any, you know, we'll just jump right into it when those post. Uh, you'll at least have some context. So go ahead, just kick us off, and let's start with the first one that we recorded.
1: Okay, so the first one we recorded, it was on Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. It was with Andrew Cortis, who's become a really good friend. He pastors Emmanuel Baptist Church in Sydney, Australia. And we talked about the call to ministry, prepping for ministry, and just living really faithfully in ministry. It was a rich time. It was beautiful. He had his five... Uh, compatriots his five fellow staff and elders there with him and he was they were right there and i believe that they chime in too so you'll you'll really enjoy this episode yep yeah no absolutely i i uh, i met andrew andrew
0: actually some of you might remember he's preached at grace before and you met him in the demon uh program probably what three years ago Mm -hmm. now four years ago Mm -hmm. yeah so he's preached at grace before but it was great to see him again it was sweet to see him with his guys in tow Mm -hmm. Mike told me kind of last minute, hey, we're recording a podcast. So I'm walking and all of a sudden there's this army of guys walking into this tiny room. (laughs) And I was thinking, who are these guys? But good example of him bringing guys along. And, you know, he had some young guys who were just not elders, but just lay guys faithfully serving
1: in the church, but aspiring towards eldership. And they were there, too, which was really cool. And we're hoping to f- grab one of them to be one of our pastoral interns right, one day, right, hopefully. Right. We're not going to name any names right now, yeah, but... Uh, yeah, hopefully so. Yeah, we, we, met, a cool, we yeah, met a cool guy. His name rhymes with names. I'm just going to say that, right? Is that right? <laughs> Does, oh, no. No, no. His name no. rhymes with even. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, I got it. I called him the wrong name, didn't I? I, I think you, I called just him did. that other name. Oh, did you? Yeah, I think I did. Oh, I don't know. No, right. we, we corrected that. So yeah, second so episode. That'll come, that'll come probably next week. So just look forward to that. Andrew Cordes. All right. Yeah. So Andrew Cordes was first. And then the second episode was Jim Eggert. And Jim and I have known each other for about, boy, oh, 38 years, I think, something like that. And he pastors uh, uh, Pioneer Bible Church in Somerset, California. And Jim is a dear friend. Uh, we talked about life and ministry we talked about faithfulness in life and ministry. He talked about his family. He talked about just what it's like to serve where he serves. And um, Jim's just one of those guys that you just, you love him the moment you see him. You know, he's just, he's just a solid, faithful man and so encouraging. You know what, do you know what he kept doing through the whole Shepherds Conference? Hmm. He'd go up to guys that were standing alone and just, Start talking them up, start introducing himself, and and talking with them, just to make sure they weren't lonely and make sure that they were encouraged.
0: Yeah, yeah, Jim is amazing. I um, I met him before at conferences. When you're right, he's the kind of guy that immediately you meet him and you just feel that he cares about you. And yeah, I I don't have enough good things to say about about Jim. I actually mm-hmm. texted him after the conference. And just said I so appreciate the way you take interest in us younger guys. And he's just, yeah, he's he reminds. I mean, the words "gentle giant." I really think of that with him. He's just such a uh humble guy, but I think he could take me in a fight pretty easily too. Uh He's, <laughs> he's just this, you know. This so now you are are you like in a fighting mood i No, I'm not in something? a fighting mood. You're I'm just talking saying. Talking he, about you know, fighting. he's the kind of guy who who he's <laughs> he, he walks up, he's tall, you know, you could think, "Oh, this is the kind of guy who could kind of, you know, really take a bold kind of stand or lead or whatever, but he's just so humble. Yeah. So gentle
1: and yeah. You want to hear something funny? He is uh you met my friend Denny Clementson. I spoke at his church recently. He's seventy-eight years old. Yep, yep. He's a just a beloved pastor to many of us. All of us were mentored by him. So Jim Eggert, myself, Doug Roller, Jacques Molyneux, and and more. But when we were all on staff together at Downey First Baptist, we would play basketball together a lot. We had a really big gymnasium there and it was sweet. That's why we had we played so many, we, we had so many games of basketball together and so many lunches together. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because um, Denny was really big, and he was this gentle giant too. But you didn't want to run into him, you know, on the court. <laughs> and Jim also is a pretty good sized guy too, you know. But Jacques and I. We kind of ran circles around those guys oh, at times, you okay. know i saying? We just tried not to run into them <laughs> we'll back sure in the, the day. We'll make sure they hear this episode. We'll send well, this way. I hope they way. listen to this episode because <laughs> it's true. Okay, awesome. so let's go into the third podcast. So the third podcast, on this was on the same day, Tuesday, March 8th, and we were in those that beautiful little... Uh, the studio that they put together at yep. Grace Baptist in Santa Clarita. And we we had a special guest, Sarah Bush. So the daughter of Brian and Tina Bush. Brian's our executive pastor, one of our elders. And Sarah grew up at Grace. And this episode was really about going to serve at a new church and transitioning well. She went to school at the Master's University. And then she got picked up by... Grace Baptist, as I believe one of the tech directors. I don't know what exactly her title is. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think but she, she has a pretty big job. There. I think she manages their social media. Yes, is that that's right? What it is? Yeah.
0: yeah, yes, yeah. It was sweet. You know, that was kind of a it was kind of an impromptu you know
1: idea to record a podcast with her. But she was in the room. Yeah, go ahead. She didn't know. No, not at all. That she was going to be on the podcast no. until the moment. I had, I asked her to take a seat in the podcast chair, right? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. She said that was the first time being
0: on that side of the mic for her. But yeah, she was just in the room helping us. And, and we had the idea, you had the idea, hey, what if we record a podcast with somebody who's transitioned away from grace, but in a really healthy way and is serving really faithfully in their church now. And mm-hmm. um, anyway, so it's
1: really encouraging. Yeah, it was. it was a sweet time. Did you know? I can't remember. Did you and I talk about it before? Did I surprise you as well? I think I was surprised too. Okay, I think everyone in the room was surprised. Maybe
0: you. Maybe
1: it was brewing for you. Before. It was the only person. Well, actually, it was in the middle of the podcast. I thought, oh, we're going to do one more, and Sarah is going to take the seat. And what I loved about it is that she was up for it immediately. She didn't yeah, pause. No. She said, "Okay," and she walked right to the chair. Yep. yep. And I loved that because she was just, "Let's go. Let's yeah. let's talk about this." It was sweet. And it was good. We were able to give a little bit of her testimony. And so, you guys, uh, listeners, you'll love this one too. This is so you got Andrew Cordes, followed by Jim Eggert, followed by Sarah Bush. Three really good podcasts that all have a little different flavor, mm-hmm. each one. Mm-hmm. And we were all encouraged and edified by them. Yeah. So, yep, absolutely. So,
0: then moving on, now uh, we're on the next day now, actually, two days forward. So, that was on Tuesday. And then on Thursday, we recorded two more podcasts. So, uh, yeah, Mike, go ahead. Number
1: four was Alex Rau. Right. Okay. So this was interesting. I, I don't know if maybe I'm the only one who's interested in what I'm going to say right now, but I'm <laughs> going to say it anyway, because I have the microphone and uh, Connor's not cutting me off. So here's the deal. Um, when you're at Shepherds Conference, picture being at a really big church, huge grounds of Grace Community Church in Sun Valley that also houses the Master's Seminary building as well. And this it's just expansive, but it's not opulent. It's just utilitarian and and they've done it, they've kept it up nicely. Yep. Lots of outdoor seating areas. But can you imagine four thousand plus people on campus at one time? And then thinking to yourself, I wonder if I could find a quiet spot on this (laughs) campus. It's a serious chore. Every room is getting filled. And so God in his providence kept me from doing something I was about to do. I was gonna text Austin Duncan. And say, Austin, um, can I? do you have a spot for me to do a podcast this week? And I didn't do it. I thought, no, he's too busy. And I had, I had texted him the day before saying, I'm praying for you and your team. I'm just praying for you guys. I didn't know what day he was preaching. And the day that I was asking about, like, hey, where could I find a spot? I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday. I can't remember. It was a spur of the moment, last minute. Yeah. And that was the day he was preaching yep. that morning, yep. and I thought, I am so glad. Thank you, Jesus. You know that I didn't, <laughs> you didn't break him onto his phone. Before, yes, right, exactly. Right. So that he would like despise me. You know, yeah. <laughs> and so, so the thing is, I got a hold of Josh Petrus, who's a friend of mine, and he's the high school pastor at Grace Community Church. I'm just dropping all these names, and so Josh is a really good guy. And it's interesting because I got a hold of him. I said, Is there any way? You could get me a room somehow. He says, well, you could use my office. I said, that's awesome. And then I threw out, is there any way you could talk to Austin and see if we could get the studio, that room upstairs that used to be MacArthur's, one of his offices became the place where they record the MacArthur podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the MacArthur mm-hmm. Center for Expository Preaching. Which is great. If you've never listened to that podcast, what's oh, it called? The, it's the, called the MacArthur podcast. The MacArthur podcast. And yeah. it is stellar. Austin Duncan is the voice. And it's all about the life and ministry of John MacArthur. They just started season two on March eighth. They yep. just dropped season two. Yep. and it is it is absolutely my favorite podcast. Mm. It's done really well, but it's because the content is just yep. off the charts. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's like it's like listening to a really 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 good documentary. Yeah, it okay? is. Yeah, it's just amazing. Yeah, but anyway, I, I so it's so funny because I I'm to show you real quick. We have time. I mean, we have plenty yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. So I got to show what, what Josh wrote me. It was so funny. So I had said... And this
0: room, by the way, that Mike was asking to use is like decked <laughs> out oh, to the nines. Goodness. It's, it's oh, yeah. really
1: pretty. Yeah. So I said to him, I said, um, oh, where are we here? Come on. Okay. So this was Wednesday. This was Wednesday, March 9th. Okay. Any chance I could use the con- conference room down in the youth offices to do a podcast at one o'clock with Alexander Strauch? He says, I wish the conference room is booked, want to use my office. How long do you need it for? And I said, I need about 45 minutes total. What chance do you think I would have of Austin letting me use the MacArthur Center where he does the podcast? Ha ha, smiley face. And I said, we have our own equipment, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he wrote back and says, I don't think so. Sorry, man. (laughs) <laughs> so I said, oh, Totally, don't. No worries. It's a crazy week. I'll find a room somewhere. He goes, No. And he comes back, You can use my office if you'd like. You can use my office. I said, Yes, please. Thank you very much for your graciousness. So we'll be there at one o'clock. And so it was great. So we went into his office. And the great thing is that he grew up in Murrieta. And so he knew Jacques Molyneux because he knows my son in law, Cameron Molyneux.
0: What? I didn't know Yeah, yeah. That, they went oh, to no school way. together. No Isn't way. that wild? Yeah, yeah cool. Anyway, okay. so
1: long story. Wow. So we were down in that office, and it was a nice little office area. There's a, a really it's, they did have really great youth offices downstairs in the basement at uh, Grace Community Church. So we were in in uh, Josh Petrus's office, and you can imagine a small office. But we piled in Connor and me, Alex Strauch, who is the author of Biblical Eldership and many other stellar resources. I love that man, oh, dear, dear brother, Become has become a good friend uh, and been very helpful to us at Grace mm-hmm. Church of Orange. Mm-hmm. And we also had Jim Eggert and Jacques Molyneux and Brian Bush in the office. I believe it was this, yeah. the six of I us? I think so. Something like that? Yep, that's right. Okay. So Alex talked about, this is sweet. He talked about in-laws, because there's a book that one of his uh, associates uh, wrote on toxic in-law relationships. Mm. And since Jacques Molyneux and I are related, our kids are married to each other. My daughter is married to his, his son and they're having their first child come May. We were like, uh, hey, and so by the way, we we're related. He goes, oh, and he was like talking right to us. He's yes, like, he was. So you, you guys need, need to, to make yeah, sure. He was. So how did that strike you?
0: It was great. You know, that guy, there's like no pretense with him. He is so direct. I know. Uh, yeah. I, the times I've interacted with him, he's sharp. He's just, he's, he's quick. He's just, yeah,
1: he's not messing around. He is the best. He's an yeah. elder at his church in, in Colorado, yeah. and he's just so accessible. And he also talked about biblical eldership. Yep. Yep. It, yeah, he's rewriting that book. In fact, the book's what thirty years old now. It's the gold standard for equipping and training elders and understanding what the Bible teaches about eldership. It's straight from the Bible. Yeah. It's just really, it's it's like a systematic on you know on uh, biblical theology of eldership. Yeah, yeah, and so it's really good. And he he's going to rewrite the whole thing. He's right. He's writing a new a new work. So can't wait to see that because that's going to be really helpful. One of the things he said, which it kind of struck
0: me in a new way, he said that when he first wrote Biblical Eldership, and I don't know how long it's been now, do you know? When he first... 30 30 years? Yeah. Okay, so I've got
1: copies right here. I've got one, I've got five copies here, but I've got some old, you know, some of these are old. I believe that the first one came out in maybe 19... I'm going to say 90, yeah, 1995.
0: 95, okay. So So what is that? So that's, yeah, we're coming up on on 30 years, right? Something like that. It's like 28 years or something. Okay. Well, I, I uh, yeah, I don't know. Mike's checking right now to see exactly when. But what he said on the podcast was when he first wrote that book, and Mike, you can speak into this because you were in ministry at this point. He said basically MacArthur was the only one talking about eldership. Everybody else was just going towards pragmatic models and not really talking about the, the Bible's teaching on eldership. So he said he wrote that book and just thought, what a novel idea. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. You, you've got it now.
1: I'm wrong, so I so I have a an original copy. I guess. This oh yeah, an original look at copy. that thing. Nice. So this is 1986 and 1988. 86. So okay. Far, okay. So far off. So even so, a decade prior. Yeah. Middle right. of the 80s. Okay. So wait, and this is second edition. Okay. So looks like first edition was eighty-six, second edition was 88. Then they did a revised and expanded edition in 1995. Man. And so the ones that we use today. Are the 95 the ones the 95 edition right. I believe. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. So he's it's ready, you know, he's he's ready for a, an update and uh yeah, it's it's interesting how he's it's just it's been one of those books that has just stood the test of time even in the recent Recent history.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. But yeah, yeah I, I just was blown away to hear him say, yeah, when I wrote that book, no one was talking about eldership. Right. And churches were just doing, you know, whatever's right in their own eyes. And so yeah. I think made me think as a younger guy, I, I totally take for granted that all these churches, you know, these these churches that we look at and say, yeah, they're healthy. They practice biblical eldership. They have lay elders serving faithfully as pastors in the church. All of that has been God's kindness to us in the last just several decades to, to you know, really bring this incredible... Movement towards a more biblical way of thinking about church leadership. So, and yes. and Alex, I think you know, along with MacArthur and so many others, he's been a big part of that, and that book has been a big part of that.
1: He has. The first time I came across biblical eldership was uh, when I went to Voyager's Bible Church in 1992. So I hadn't heard of it before that, and so that it, it's it's been I would say it's been life changing for a lot of churches. So yeah. Well, let's look at the last and, and the fifth and last episode here, and, and I think. They're all my favorites, but this was probably the one that I was like relishing the most. I, I was looking forward to Alex Strauch a lot, obviously. And but Jim and Jacques, Jim Eggert and Jacques Molyneux. Now, Jacques Molyneux is the pastor of Ocean View Baptist Church in San Pedro, California. And Jim and Jacques and I just go way back. We've got this friendship. And all of us, you know, Jim and I have a friendship, Jim and Jacques have a friendship, Jacques and I have a friendship, Mm -hmm. and our wives all know each other well. And it's just one of those things where you got guys that you've known. I've known Jacques since 1982, 81 or 82. Uh, We became friends probably in 84, 85. I I came on staff at Downey First Baptist Mm -hmm. in 1985. So we served from 85 to 92 together. In 92, Mm -hmm. Angela and I went to irvine to voyager's bible church and so when i was called there as a pastor but um we we've kept in contact uh for for just all through the years we haven't really lost contact and so you know now i talk to each guy at least we text each other at least once a week yep but we we get together when when jim comes down he's with us you know he's been with us for several of these Mm -hmm. of these um, uh, Shepherds conferences, you know, he'll come, he'll be in town and we'll get a few guys together for lunch at my house or what yeah. have you. Um, we've just, we know each other's kids. It's just, it's just a sweet, sweet relationship that God has allowed to continue on and remain even, even from a somewhat of a distance. Yeah. Um, and so, and of course, since Jacques and I are now related, we see each other much more often as mm-hmm. well. And the two couples, Angela and I and Shelley and Jacques get together, but It was just good to sit down. And it's funny because the guys said to me later, they said, you said we were just going to have fun and games and kind of laugh and talk about a bunch of old, old time stuff. But I kind of went serious on it, didn't I? Yeah. I asked them some serious questions and some questions I had never asked them before. Hmm. And I think our listeners will be blessed by that. They and I can have a lot of good, you know, laughing it up times in the background. But I think this would serve our listeners the best for them to hear two pastors kind of pouring out their hearts right. about what does it mean right. to be a pastor and how how has it been tough to be a pastor over so many years mm-hmm. and even in the, the last in the couple last years. years right yeah yeah,
0: yeah. No, it was super encouraging i think you know sometimes when you're so dialed into what's happening at your own local church you know you're just you're locked in with things at grace orange if, if you're listening and you go to grace orange maybe you're just you know you have your head down and you're serving at grace and and deeply in fellowship with people here at least for me, you know, I can forget that there's this whole world of, you know, churches out there where people are are brothers and sisters in Christ, and there's faithful pastors there who are shepherding them, and there's a lot of joy in just remembering that, you know, and thinking about, in some ways, just how, you know, how small we are. Obviously, the Lord's plans for us are eternally significant and amazing, and Mm -hmm. praise God for that, but we're also just a very small piece of the pie, you know, on the national and global level, so that can
1: be encouraging to think about. You know, God has granted me, in His grace, to be a part of three wonderful churches in my time in ministry, and started at Downey First Baptist, where I came to faith in Christ. And I was on staff there from 1985 to 1992. God called us, uh, clearly, to Voyager's Bible Church in Irvine. I was on staff there from 1992 to 2006 where God called us away. Each time God called us away to a different church and we loved where we were at at the the moment. And then just grace came calling, just like Voyagers had come calling. And I came to be the pastor here in 2006. I've been here ever since by the grace of God. And what that does, three churches in 30 some years of ministry, what 30, what is that? 30, uh, 37 years of ministry? What was the start? 1985. I think so, yeah, 37 years. And March 17th is my ministry anniversary. Mm-hmm. That was my first day at Downey First Baptist. But I've just got some good friends at all those churches that I still keep in contact with. And Jim and Jacques are those kind of guys. And I'll bring it back to what I started with. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1, You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses trust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. And I think about Jim and Jacques in particular and Alex Strzok and, you know, other men in my life that they're just so many mentors, so many people that have built into my life and I've learned from and gleaned from. And it's interesting that the passage I just read from continues on. And he says in verse three, share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. And then again, Second Timothy 2, 4, no soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. And it goes on It just think about what I'm saying re- and then remember Jesus Christ risen from the dead because each one of our, our guests love Jesus dearly, mm-hmm. Andrew and Jim and Sarah and Alex and Jacques and, and so many others that even when you and I just get together and talk, but I love having the special guests yeah. because I think we hear from a different per- perspective, Absolutely, but we're like-minded.
0: Yeah. No, amen. Last thing to say and we're going to wrap up the podcast just right now but I I can't not talk about this when we're talking about Shepherd's Conference. For me, probably alongside with the fellowship with guys from Grace, one of the most encouraging things is being in that room and singing with all those guys mm-hmm. because and listeners, if you're if you've never been to Shepherd's Conference, there's almost no way to describe this feeling, but you're in a sanctuary, you know, it seats 3000 people and there's 3000 men who've come from literally every corner of the globe i mean we've met people at the conference from every country almost under the sun that you could imagine and and we're singing songs together about the greatness of christ and to to hear 3000 voices just absolutely singing at the top of their lungs hallelujah all i have is christ and to be reminded man i you know i'm in this with so many brothers brothers around the world who are engaged in the same work that's just like there's almost nothing that's that encouraging. So praise God for that. And then to have the conversations with these guys was so sweet too. So listeners, thanks so much for staying with us. Sorry if we gave you more than you bargained for there, but we're excited for these podcasts to to drop for you in the weeks to come. We hope it's an encouragement to you. Uh, The next one, uh, or the next podcast will be that first episode with Andrew Cortez. So look for that. And uh, until next week, have a wonderful week serving the Lord. We love you. God bless you and have a great day.